0: Up next, Rob Smith is problematic, part of the Gingrich 360 Network.
1: The crime wave that is going on in America right now is very real. Violent crime is up in basically every major Democrat-run city across the country. But the left has a new tactic. They are lying to you, and they want you to believe that this violent crime surge is all about, wait for it, the lack of gun control. They are liars, and I'm going to tell you exactly why and how they are doing it. This is Rob Smith is Problematic. Let's talk about crime. And I really want to focus on, on crime right now because we see it. That crime is on the rise in virtually every major American city right now. You know, surprise, surprise, run by Democrats. But anywhere, you name it, Florida, excuse me, you name it, uh, Detroit, uh, Philly, New York, L.A., uh all of these places crime is going absolutely crazy right now and you see it all over the internet you read all about it over twitter um and and here are some facts there was a very interesting um graphic that was tweeted out by uh by my friend Benny Johnson um another turning point USA guy uh but my friend Benny tweeted out this graphic from Fox News this is from the Fox News research team and I got to give you some numbers about this because this stuff is actually staggering because you know sometimes and, and I've never it, it, it's so funny guys you know let's just I just want to talk a little little personally um for a second I used to be a liberal Okay, I came out as conservative about three years ago. I made it a public thing, but I had become conservative-leaning about five years ago. And I never thought that I would be... I, I'm a very common-sense guy. I'm very rational. Um, I'm very thought-out. I'm very reasonable. And if you would have told me that, that five years ago, I'd be guest hosting for Buck Sexton, and I would be saying the things that I'm saying on a national radio show, I would have told you that you were crazy. I would have told you you were absolutely false. I would have told you that my path was... Probably um, to to rail for liberal causes because you know I'm a black I'm a black gay guy and I'm supposed to rail for liberalism and all of this stuff but this stuff doesn't make sense I'm too much of a rational logical person to. Tell to spout off liberal talking points to you because they make absolutely zero sense and they don't make any sense to the vast majority of thinking people in this country anyway, which is why we call ourselves the silent majority, but we are getting a lot less silent lately. So this is a graphic that came from Fox News and th- this is back to crime. This is the crime surges in cities all across the United States. And I'm going to, and these are actual numbers. This is from, from Fox News tracking in Portland. Homicides are up. 533 percent shootings are up 126 percent in Atlanta homicides are up 58 percent shootings are up 40 percent in Philadelphia homicides are up 37 percent shootings are up 27 percent in New York City homicides are up 13 percent shootings are up 64 percent. In Los Angeles, homicides are up 22%. Shootings are up 51%. In Chicago, homicides are up 5%. Shootings are up 18%. So these are facts and data. Um... And this is not about and, you know, what? it's so crazy that, you know, these these disingenuous idiots go to the cable networks, these these, you know, black liberals and, and these, you know, guilty white liberals. And they talk about, well, racism um, is the most uh, important thing affecting black Americans in this country. And I know that is B.S. It is garbage. Crime. Crime this is the stuff that's affecting this and you know and speaking of chicago and speaking of Lord, uh, mayor lori lightfoot who is an absolute disaster could not be even more of a disaster so chicago like i said homicides up 5% shootings up 18% so she goes and and lori lightfoot says that Racism is a public health issue. And this is a, this is a state of emergency. Racism is a state of emergency. And this is so, it's so disingenuous and it's so cynical of these politicians. It is so cynical. These people care about nothing but power, right? And so what I'm trying to, to let you know right now, and what I'm really trying to break down for you is that it is scary out there. And this is not me being some like I don't gain anything from making you guys afraid to go outside. I don't gain anything from I love this country I love america i th- I want that I want America to be a place where everyone is safe. Um, it, regardless whether you live in the big cities or the suburbs, um, regardless of the color of your skin, um, I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to have to to be able to live the American dream. I, I think this is what we should all want as Americans um, left, right, independent, whatever. And so I'm not saying this stuff to make you afraid. I'm not saying this stuff to make you nervous. I'm not saying this stuff to dunk on Democrats, although Democrats run every single one of those cities that I talked you that I Talk talked to you about top to bottom. They run every single one of those cities. Um, I have to tell you what is really going on. And what is really going on in these cities is that they are scary right now. And this crime, this creep, and all of this stuff, this stuff is creeping out to the suburbs as well. There was a um, God man, there is this horrific story. Um, that was on, uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, just people, I think there was a, a woman that was just shot, like, out on a run or something like that. And it was so bad. They had a, a guy named Bill White on, um, that lives in Buckhead. And this was an Atlanta thing. Um, and so now the Buckhead is literally trying to secede from Atlanta. These are these are wealthy people of all colors. By the way, this is not just a bunch of, you know, wealthy white people that are trying to escape, you know, all of the black violence in Atlanta. These are wealthy black people and white people that are saying we literally need to form our own city um, because these police are not being funded by by Atlanta, by Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms who is completely failing all these people. But what is going on in Atlanta and what is going on in this awful story um, that that I saw on Tucker, all of this stuff, uh, this stuff is going on in every major city across the country. And so why is this? Well, first of all, and I will tell you, as somebody who spent um, the first two months of, of the pandemic in New York City, when those checks started going out, um, and when people just were, were locked down and all of that stuff, I'm telling you, that city started getting weird. I was living in, um, I, I was living in Brooklyn at the time the, Brooklyn was never dangerous. It was never anywhere that I felt like I needed to watch my back, um, where I felt unsafe, anything like that. But things started getting dangerous. And so now what you have with these crime spikes is now, and, and you saw a lot of this stuff happen last summer, people were getting paid to stay home. We had normalized all of these face coverings. So you got people basically running around with face masks on outside like idiots. Um, some people are still doing that stuff. So you have all this other stuff, you have all of this pent up, all of this energy, all of this other stuff, um, combined with this defund the police rhetoric that now the left is trying to run away from. So you have all of this stuff coming together, and this is why all of this violent crime has gone up. This is why all of this stuff is going on. But now, no, now the left cannot even admit that this Defund the Police rhetoric goes wrong. They cannot even admit the fact that printing out trillions of dollars and paying people to stay home and giving people all of this money um, and all of this other stuff, uh, they can't admit that that contributed to a lot of the stuff that we're seeing right now. Now, the left is pivoting to their favorite topic, and, and this is what they're using to say... Um, And to explain away this rise in violent crime, they are talking about, I, I promise you, gun control. They are saying that the violent crime rate in this spike is because we can't get enough guns off the streets. And I will break that down for you right when we come back. The crime that is rising now, Democrats cannot run away from this anymore. They have to address it now. They have to address all of the stuff um, that I told you about in the last segment. They have to address this spike in violent crime that is happening in every major city across the country that is, by the way, again, run by Democrats, but is also now creeping out to the suburbs. So now they are pivoting to their favorite topic. They are pivoting to what they love to do the most when forced to address any crime quote-unquote, gun control. And I want to play you, this is Joe Biden when when asked about this violent crime surge. This, This is what he says. Play clip one.
0: For folks at home, here's what you need to know. I've been at this a long time. And there are things we know that work to reduce gun violence and violent crime and things that we don't know about. But things we know about, background checks for purchasing a firearm are important. Ban on assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. No one needs to have a weapon that can fire over 30, 40, 50, even up to 100 rounds. Unless you think the deer are wearing Kevlar vests or something.
1: This drives me absolutely crazy. And first of all, just like Joe Biden, he just always seems so out of it, so old just so tired and 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 sometimes yeah, when i look at these politicians when i look like when i look at joe biden and when i look at nancy pelosi i'm just like god guys like i'm in my i'm in my 30s and i need naps sometimes uh, what are what are these people doing I, I mean god go play with your grandchildren go live a life like joe biden needs to be on a rocking chair somewhere I'm um, staring out into the water he does not need to be doing this because he is not up for this but so they're using this violent crime surge to, to pivot to their favorite thing, which is gun control. They want to take, you know, all the guns off the street, blah, blah, blah. This is the stuff they say every time. And it drives me crazy. It, it makes me literally want to pull my hair out because it completely denies the existence of criminality. Criminals, criminals are not going to follow the laws. Criminals are not going to follow the rules. The rise in this spike of crime. That is going on all across the country right now. Um, <laughs> these are criminals who are not going to adhere to any of these rules. And the crazy thing about this. And again, guys, like I have to tell you, this is common sense stuff. Um, I believe that just ma- becoming a conservative or, or libertarian or anything on the right, just it, it just it, it, it makes you think common sense wise. Because this is not like I'm not some. This is not like a right wing talking point about gun control. But but these people can never explain what making it harder for law abiding citizens to own firearms is going to do to drop the crime rate. It is not going to drop the crime rate. They know that it's not, um, and they know that what they're doing right now is they're being completely disingenuous. And so now. These And you have to realize that what is going on right now, they are flailing, and they are flailing right now because they've gone down a direction that they cannot come back from. And this happened in 20—like I said, and this all goes back to Trump getting elected. He broke these people. Donald Trump, becoming president of the United States, broke the minds of so many people because now— From 2016, they have gone down a road that they cannot come back from. So the left, they have all of these far left Marxist people that are in Congress right now. They got a lot of attention. Okay. In 2016 to 2020, they had a lot of attention because this is what the left wing media industrial complex does. They elevate these people. And so now everything these people were saying from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the squad and Ilhan Omar and all of these nut, nutty people were saying defund the police. We hate the police. Defund the police. When we say defund the police, we mean defund the police. They are not backing off from that at all because this is what these people think. Right. And so now we are seeing the results of that. We are seeing the results of it in places like Portland, which is like super, super far left. Um, we are seeing the results of it. And so now these people think and like I said, again, these people think you're stupid and they think that you are dumb enough to believe that the reason why crime is spiking has nothing to do with defunding the police and all of that rhetoric. It has nothing to do with the. Sort of them blowing up all of these. Remember, um, and, and doesn't it seem interesting to anybody that there hasn't been, um, an issue of an unarmed black man being shot by a police and none of that stuff is blown up in a while? Yeah, because they don't, they don't need it right now, right? Um, and, and when they need it again, there will be more of that stuff floated around in the media because this is what they do. And they will try to pretend that all of this stuff did not lead to a rise of anti-cop rhetoric. They try to believe that all of this stuff did not lead to more violence in the streets. They try to pretend that all of this defund the police, hate the cops, all of that stuff rhetoric, they try to pretend that this did not lead to police officers feeling unappreciated, retiring early, quitting, leaving these cities, going to other places. I'm telling you that is a lie because that is what this stuff leads to. I was at an event, um, in New York City the other night for the Log Cabin Republicans. Um, it's, it's a, a gay Republican group in, in New York City. And so we invited the police officers there. We had police officers there. We said, you know, we want to celebrate you. We want to thank you for every, for everything you do. And I'm talking to some of these cops and they said, man, you have no idea how hard it is out there. We look to people like you to keep on, you know, saying this stuff, to keep on defending us because it is hard out there. And so when cops don't want to work, when they don't feel empowered to work, when they feel that the community is and everybody hates them, when they feel this stuff, then they're just going to retire or they're going to go somewhere where they're actually supported. There was in one of these cities, um, one of these cities where all the crime is going up, I believe I believe it was either Portland or Seattle, but their entire riot team quit their entire riot squad quit. These people do not feel supported. That is why crime is going up. And for Grandpa Joe, for great Grandpa Joe Biden to literally come out here and make this a gun control issue, they're really going to do this. They are really going to pretend that the violent crime spike that was caused by the defund the police rhetoric that we have seen them embrace over the past two four years they really want you to believe that this is now about gun control, and that these cities are so violent because there's too many guns on the streets, and there's too many law-abiding citizens that have guns on the street. These people think you're stupid, and I never—I'm ex-military, guys. I, I know how to shoot weapons. I know—I I know how to shoot a machine gun better than I know how to shoot a nine-millimeter, actually. Which is—I don't know—should I be embarrassed about that? Maybe not. Who knows? But I never thought when I got out of the military. I didn't, Second Amendment rights were something I always believed in. I never thought about it. I never thought that it was something that I personally needed. I never thought that I needed to carry. But after last summer, after seeing what happened in these streets, after seeing these protests, after seeing how violent they became, after going down to Minneapolis, after walking through the streets of New York, as weird as they are right now, I said, Oh man, I think it's time for me to start carrying and it's time for me to start you know, building building those blocks to make that happen. Because the, the rise in violent crime is not about gun control, and it's certainly not about the NRA, but they want to pretend it is. And I will bring that for you after the break. Again, violent crime is rising and surging across cities, all across the United States cities that are run by Democrats. Like I said, I, I you know, I'll do this quickly. Homicides up 533% in Portland, up 58% in Atlanta, 37% in Philadelphia, 22% in LA, 13% in New York City, 5% in Chicago. These cities are dangerous right now. And that is no lie. These cities are dangerous and the left has now has so much pressure that they actually have to respond to these things. And I think that sometimes Democrats they wish they they've look they've already got the mainstream media in their pocket we know that but they now it, it is even getting to the point where even mainstream media outlets are starting to ask these questions like okay guys like we have to get real here because this stuff is based on fact this stuff is actually going on there's a lot of crime that is going on and so now you have mainstream media outlets sort of kind of like you know, they're they're starting to find themselves again. I still don't believe in them, but I do know that there are people that are saying, OK, we have to start answering some more questions here because we don't. There are some people in the mainstream media who are perfectly content to be seen as political operatives. People like uh, Yamiche on, on uh, PBS, um, people like uh Paper Ryan, who allegedly writes for the, the uh, like urban radio networks or something like that, it's just I don't, I don't know. These people are operatives. They're operatives, um, for Democrats. They're they're there to make Democrats look good. There was that embarrassing question that Yamiche asked about. uh She has to buy. Uh, well, you know, are all these people coming across the border because of your reputation as a caring and compassionate man? I was just like, oh my good god, these people have no shame. But anyway some of them are starting to realize okay uh we can't be just democrat operatives anymore we actually have to start asking questions about violent crime because the you can't ignore this stuff anymore and and we'll leave you know the race hustling to joy reed in primetime and and we'll leave you know the race hustling and all that stuff to the, to the democrat activists on twitter but we have to actually start asking some questions and this is, I, I want to play you something. This is Joe Biden's senior advisor, Cedric Richmond. This is what he had to say. This man is a senior advisor to the president of the United States. This man is close to power. And so this is the talking point right now. You are not going to believe this. Play clip 19. This is Biden's senior advisor, Cedric Richmond on MSNBC.
2: Mr. Richmond, what do you
3: think is the root of the cause of this spike in violence? I mean, we read through some of these cities, don't know. From the administration's perspective, why is this happening? Well, look, a bunch of reasons, I believe. But one is the proliferation of guns on the streets of America. The fact that we have let the NRA govern this country for far too long, and the president is willing to take them on uh, directly. To, we need to make sure that we're investing in our children, uh, that we're giving them summer job programs, recreation programs, education programs. So our strategy to fight crime is to prevent it from happening in the first place. And we're going to invest in police also. Well, I was going to say, I mean, to what extent do you think this is police being concerned that if they do something, I mean, the defund the police movement, you know, certainly it's it's had an impact here in Washington, D.C. Do you think that has anything to do with the rise in crime? I don't. Uh, But what I will say on that is, even during the height of the defund the police during the campaign, President Biden said that he wanted to put $300 million more into community policing. Uh, We want to make sure we protect black and brown communities, all communities. And in order to do that, you have to do it with policing. But we want the policing to be constitutional, and we want it to be uh, just. But at the same time, we want to protect those communities. That's why the ARP money, mayors can use the arp money to hire police which far too many had to lay them off during the pandemic and we're not going to let republicans repurpose that money and take it away from these mayors and states that can use it for crime prevention
1: don't believe your eyes don't believe your ears don't believe anything but what these people tell you because they think that you are stupid They go back to their favorite boogeyman. The favorite boogeyman of the left is the NRA. And they go back to that. Now, there is not. And and like I said, this is there's not a single person that lives in any of these communities. You can't go to Chicago and and talk to people. You can't go to like I've been to uh, Minneapolis right after the George Floyd riots last summer. And I talked to people on the ground there, and there is not a single one of these people that if you go down to them, if you go down to Southside Chicago, if you go to Minneapolis, if you go to Portland, any of this stuff, you're not going to talk to people that believe that this violent crime surge is because of the NRA. This is just ridiculous. And it's stupid. And people like Cedric Richmond, what they do, they use these platforms like MSNBC, they will put out those talking points, and then all of a sudden, you know, all of these stupid liberals, all right, will say, Oh, well, you know, it's just because the NRA, there's too much going on. People know this stuff is not real. They know that this stuff is not real. They know that it's just politics, and they know that the reason why upwards of dozens of people are getting shot um, in Chicago every weekend, some of them killed, all of this stuff that is happening, Detroit, Chicago, all of that stuff, they know that's not because of NRA. People are not stupid. But Democrats and people like Cedric Richmond and, and people like the MSNBC anchor that that basically they exist to to give cover to these people in power, they know that this stuff is not real. And she didn't even press him on that. She did not even press him on that. And then what they use is this is very I didn't know that I was going to go this hard on this guy on this example, but it's just so indicative. Of every single thing that they do. So now, not only does he blame the NRA, but he's also, they these people are trying to pretend that what is going on with President Biden is completely divorced from the entire conversation that is going on in the left wing of the Democratic Party, which is ridiculous. That is like saying on the Republican side that, well, you know, Trump is saying all this stuff, but, you know, the vast majority of Republicans believe this. It's It's BS. People know that this is not real. So you can't say that this defund the police movement and all of that rhetoric and all of the demonizing cops and all of that stuff. You can't say that this has nothing to do with Joe Biden, because, well, you know, all of that stuff that's going on where you have every single major political influencer on the left, every single activist, every single journalist, all of these people, all of that stuff that they're saying, though, that doesn't have anything to do with what Biden's doing, because Biden actually was never for that. It's ridiculous. And, and it really does. It, it just these people think you're stupid. They think that you don't ask questions. They think that you're not going to believe what you are seeing with your own two eyes. And if you live in these cities, or if you've ever been in these cities, or if you talk to people that are in these cities, or if you see the stories, because God knows at this point right now, like I said, I do, I do Fox and Newsmax and conservative media, I do that stuff a lot. That is the only place where you are going to see this stuff. And when you talk to the average person on the street, go to the South Side of Chicago and talk to somebody who just lost a child because of gang violence. And there's all these awful stories about these these young babies that are being lost to gang violence. Ask them who they blame. It is not the NRA. They're not advocating for more gun control. Right? And even outside of that, even outside of the NRA, you will not believe, you literally will not believe who else these people want to blame for this. I'll let you know after the break. Now, what we're seeing right now is the left and Democrats having to address what is going on with this rise in violent crime that we're seeing all across the country, but more specifically um, in the cities that they run and they've got all sorts of new boogeyman that they're, they're, they're sort of uh, testing out talking points. They're testing out theories. Um, They're, they're going to see, you know, what, kind of traction they can get out of this stuff. And so now of course they want to blame um it's it's not crime it's not violent crime, it's gun violence. And you know if you just give us more power um and, and more gun control, you know this will end. And now you've got uh this guy Cedric Richmond, who's a, a senior advisor for Joe Biden, um, and he's blaming, you know, these skyrocketing ca- crime rates on the NRA. But now, now, like I said, you would not believe who else they are they are blaming. And <laughs> if you know the left And if you know Democrats, if you know the games that they play, you know exactly, exactly who they are going to try to pin this on right now. Yes, yes, yes. Donald Trump. It is Donald Trump's fault in their minds that... Um, this surge in violent crime is going up. It's not the defund the police movement. Um, it is not printing out trillions of dollars to give to people to literally stay home. It's not normalizing people running around with masks on their face. Um, it's not the failed Democrat leadership that has been in power in these cities for decades and decades and decades. This corrupt Democrat leadership um, from, from Portland to Philly to L.A. It is not any of this stuff. It is not the fatherlessness in homes it is not project it is not cultural issues it is none of those things yes it is donald trump donald trump is the reason that we are seeing a crime surge in this country right now this is joy behar on the view basically with her with her brilliant political analysis as to why trump is to blame for the rising crime rates play clip five
2: well, you know, I'm old enough to remember many uh, decades where crime spiked, and I was afraid to, you know, go out at night. And you know, you were you were scared you were going to be mugged in New York City. And then, and then um, I have a, a, another statistic here that's interesting because from 1993 to 2019, and that is a period that I was not scared to go out. <laughs> uh, crime steadily decreased in the United States. Um, every every president since Clinton inherited a, basically a declining tri- crime rate, and then continue. it continued to decline until Trump came along, because Trump recited over the greatest crime rise in modern American history. The murder rate shot up 26%, and mass shootings spiked. Hate crimes spiked more than 20% during his presidency. Now, I don't want to lay the whole thing at his feet, but he did create four years normalizing crime. They consider themselves a law and order party, but all I see is more crime. Coming out of that administration, where he seemed to let everybody off the hook.
1: You know, the saddest thing about that clip, and the saddest thing about all of this stuff, is that there are people that are will actually be out here believing this. And this is so, this is so funny. This is what the left does. I, I did a, um, I, I did some debate with some leftists a couple months ago. Um, And it just it was silly because they just throw out all these facts and all these statistics and all of this other stuff um, that doesn't really speak to the issue at hand. So what we're talking about here is we're not talking about the violent crime rate overall. OK, this is not the you know, it's not that crime is surging all over America. Nobody ever said that. We talk specifically about the violent crime that is surging in our American cities. And so that has nothing to do with overall. And she's talking about, well, Trump presided over the greatest crime rise and and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it is really, really ridiculous. And these people just have no ideas. And not only do they not have ideas, they're beating the same dead horse over and over and over again. There is no way you would have to contort yourself into pretzels into literally a pretzel to try to believe that Donald Trump has anything to do with this, right? You would have to believe, you would have to contort yourself in a pretzel to believe that Donald Trump has anything to do with this when this defund the police rhetoric and this defund the police movement and all of this stuff, this happened in opposition to Trump being anti-crime and being law and order and being tough on crime and saying that we need to support our, our police officers and all that stuff, right? And, and so you have to understand that this is insane. This is outrageous. This is stupid. But you have to understand this is how the left thinks. This is how these people think. They want everything to be Trump's fault because they need an enemy, they need a big bully. They need their Voldemort. They need somebody that is supposed to be vanquished. But look, they vanquished him, right? They got him out of the White House. They got exactly what they wanted. These people thought that uh, apparently that Trump was the problem of every single thing that was going on in society. And then as soon as we get rid of Trump, then that was where all the division was coming from. Then as soon as we get rid of him, then it's just going to be, you know, gold plated streets and, and rainbows and people singing and dancing. Right. But that is not the case. That is not true, because everything that these people have fomented over the past four, four to five years. Right. Uh, and, and we'll just say over the past five years, we'll just say the, the 2016 election, all of this stuff, all of this stuff came as a result of them going so hard and being so anti-Trump. And so it is ridiculous and and frankly outrageous um, for her to even say that Trump has anything whatsoever to do with this crime rise and or that Republicans have anything to do with this crime rise, because the thing about it is, is that Republicans are the ones that are saying, you know, we are the law and order ones. We are the ones that are saying that we have to get tough on crime. And honestly, and there's something very interesting happening right now, and, and maybe God willing, this is sort of um indicative of the left sort of, you know, just coming back to some semblance of sanity. So I was in New York earlier this week. Like I said, I was in New York for a couple of events. I had to actually ended up going to the victory party for Curtis Uh, S- uh, Silwa. uh This is the Guardian Angels guy who just got the uh, Curtis Sliwa. Sorry. He's the guy that just got the GOP nomination for mayor in New York City. Um, and he is being tough on crime. This is the Guardian Angels guy. This is the guy that this is one of, he either was the founder or, or, or one of the founders of the Guardian Angels. But he has always been tough on crime. And on the left, it was very interesting seeing that the person that at this point won, they're doing ranked choice voting uh, for, for the mayor in uh, New York City, Eric Adams who was a former law enforcement officer, it was a former police officer. And he's basically saying to the Democrats in New York city, you gotta get your head out of your new, you know where, um, because we've got to do something about this. And he is the law and order candidate on the left. Um, and he has run to the right of a lot of the people on the left. Like uh, there was some far leftist named Maya Wiley, who was running like just a lot of that. Like, she was endorsed by AOC, um, stuff like that. So the left is starting to get the memo that they cannot run away from this anymore, and that they have to do something about it. And so, blaming Trump can't be the answer to the ills that are going on um in this society, that are going on with the violent crime rate. There's so much more going on. It's not just because of Trump, and it is so just feckless and intellectually lazy and morally bankrupt to blame every single thing that is going on in this country that is going on in these inner cities that have been run top to bottom by Democrats for decades to blame that on Trump is outrageous and silly because again, and I will say it over and over again, these people think that you are stupid they think that you are dumb enough to buy this. They think that you are dumb enough to to believe this. They think that you are dumb enough to believe that um homicides are up uh five hundred and thirty three percent in Portland because of Trump. They think that you are dumb enough to believe that shootings are up twenty seven percent in Philadelphia because of trump's because of trump that shootings are up sixty four percent in New York City because of Trump. But there is an overall plan that the left has here. And I'm going to clue you in on what that plan is right after the break. Now that we have the left's talking points about why crime is exploding, uh, in, in Democrat run cities in this country, now that we have those left talking points, you know, and they want to blame, they want to blame Trump. They want to blame the NRA. They want to use this, uh, to, to get gun control, like just all of this other stuff. So we know what their talking points are. Um, and, and, and I want to play you. A clip. Um, and, and this is Senator, Senator Kennedy. And this is him talking about Chicago because when we talk a lot about this gun violence and we talk about a lot of the stuff that is going on, um, some of the most heartbreaking stories always seem to come out of Chicago. Um, because they're just the shootings that happen every single weekend in Chicago, the bloodshed, the loss of life, how dangerous it is for just hardworking citizens. I mean, I, you know, you read stories about, um, kids being caught in gang violence crossfire. You read stories about children, um, being shot in their homes because a stray bullet has gone through the home. You know, you read all of this stuff and it is awful. So I want to play you, uh, this clip of uh, Senator Kennedy talking about Chicago. Go ahead and uh, play clip 12.
0: Well, Sean, I listened to the president's press conference today, um, and and there were times when I was confused. Uh, let me speak to the substance, though. Um, I, I don't hate anyone. But whoever is advising the president on crime, and I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, his um, his Secret Service name ought to be Butthead. I mean, why has Chicago become the world's largest outdoor shooting range? Why is it safer to walk down the streets of Mogadishu than New York City? Um, is not up as the president seemed to indicate today because of inadequate background checks crime is up because many not all but many members of the president's own party uh, believe in defunding the police they ran on it and in many cities they've done it
1: they have ran on it and in many cities they've done it and and look there is no there's just no answer to this that the Democrats are ever going to come out with that is going to fix any of these problems. Because if you and I've talked a lot about crime and stuff and, and we just have to be completely honest, okay? Um and and I'm telling I'm saying this as a black american is that um a, a lot of these cities and a lot of the crime and a lot of the gun violence is disproportionately committed by black americans. We know that. We know that that is a a fact. That is just real. Okay? And this is not um, hyperbole. This is just a very real thing that's going on, and so now you know the left loves to talk about root causes when it comes to, to migration, right? They love to talk about when they're trying to you know push forward their idea um, to send more billions of dollars of tax money to to uh, Latin American countries so that they can make their lives better, so that they will you know hopefully not flee here. Um, so they talk a lot about root causes when it comes to that stuff. But what are some of the root causes? Like, what leads these young black men to commit these crimes to to engage in 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 you know uh gang violence to do all of this other stuff and you want to talk about root causes and i say this stuff all the time and larry elder says it and and leo terrell says it and candace owens says it and uh brandon tatum says it and all of these black conservatives say it because we know this is about fatherlessness this is about cultural issues and it was so funny that, um, now the conversation is even starting to happen in the black community. There was this legendary rapper, I believe is Raquant, that was on this podcast and he said that, you know, we have, and, and this was what he was talking about, hip hop and all that other stuff. He was like, we basically, um, participated in black genocide because now we have normalized gun violence between black men, crime, crime violence, gang violence, all of that stuff. So that stuff has been normalized. And so you cannot, get to the root of this issue and you can't um, really talk about why the violent crime rate is is so high and you can't really talk about who is committing these crimes and why they're committing these crimes and where these crimes are being committed without talking about this stuff and without talking about fatherlessness and without talking about these men being raised without a father in the home, without strong male figures. And that, to me, is is not something that should be a conservative message, right? So last weekend was was Father's Day weekend, and you're not going to hear it. you you barely hear anything about that, you know, from from Black media, right? From Black people, you don't hear anything about Father's Day. Um, and when you really break it down and when you really break down this defund the police rhetoric and you really break down um, the BLM stuff and the Marxism and all of that other stuff, you have to realize that when you talk about cultural Marxism and when you talk about these things, this is about eliminating the family structure, eliminating fathers from the home. So now government can become the daddy in the home. That is what this stuff is all about. And so now maybe we're, we're leading to, you know, uh, Democrats saying that, yes, we actually have to say something about this. But this leads um, to somewhere bad. This is what's actually going to lead um, to socialism and to communism. And I'll tell you how. So their tactic. And this is another thing like that Candace Owens really described beautifully. And this has already happened, right? So you have Lori Lightfoot who has failed Chicago in so many ways, who's been failing Chicago in all of these ways for so long. So you have Lori Lightfoot that is basically now saying after... She has been installed, like put in place, and, and, and Chicago has been run by Democrats for, for decades. So now they're saying, "Oh, they're going to say, "Oh my God, it is so bad here. It is so bad that we need the federal government to come in and take over. We need for you to take over for us now. This is what we need." They want to let these cities rot into violence and cesspools and then beg the federal government to take them over this is what they want and it's so funny i was doing and it's you know this is stream of consciousness because i do so many news hits and all of this stuff i was doing a fox news segment in the early days of the pandemic i believe it it may not have even been april it may have been like uh mid to late march and i said you know these people these cities um, you know, sh- Chicago, these cities are billions of dollars in debt. Always have been because Democrats cannot manage these cities. They mismanage them. There is not a Democrat run city in America that is run correctly. That is why everybody is fleeing from them. But what they want is government intervention. What they want is help. And I knew that when people were pushing for that insane amount of money, That was spent for for COVID relief, quote unquote, and all of that other stuff. I was like, this is going to be a bailout to the blue states, which is exactly what it is. So now you have Lori Lightfoot basically saying that we need some help. They are going to want the they want to let these cities rot into violence and cesspools and to beg the federal government to take them over, because that is how socialism and communism and the complete government takeover begins. You're, in, you're Lori Lightfoot, you're in Chicago, you don't know what you're doing, you're mismanaging the city, it is cesspool. it is dangerous, it is filthy, people are killing each other, kids are getting killed on the streets. Well, I don't have anything else to do, God, I just don't know, I need the federal government to come in. And so now what do we have? We have the federal government come in, and now you have the federal government run an entire city in America, right? And that is what is going to be repeated every In every one of these dim machine cities, that is how socialism and communism and the complete government takeover begins. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am not stupid. I know exactly what the game is. And that is exactly what they want.